This is the Christian artist honoring Christ <laughs> through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. Hi. My name I'm... is Carly. Oh, hello. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know the order. We should have talked about them beforehand. That's okay. Yeah. I'm Maddie. <laughs> yeah, Maddie's here, uh, joining us on uh, Ye Old Podcast. And uh, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking uh, a subject uh, I'm quite keen on. It's a uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> what? You read the Harry Potter books? Oh, well. <laughs> so, <laughs> fun fact about me. So, okay, I've known, a quick introduction, I've known mm-hmm. these guys for a while. A very long time. A very long time. And uh, one of my main personality traits when they first met me was, oh, that's the weird Harry Potter girl. Mm-hmm. I, had... I never said those words. <laughs> said. Said. It was definitely thought. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm aware. But I had read up um, in middle school, I had counted how many times I read the Harry Potter series, and it was 15 times. And then I stopped counting after that, and now I'm 21. So, and I've read them almost, uh, once a year, almost every year since then. So, it's quite a bit. I like it a lot. And so, yeah. So, that's what we're talking about today, because it's art. It and is. And it's the only thing I can talk about for any length that's of time. false. <laughs> I am sure we could think of other topics. But this is definitely ASMR? the... Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. This is definitely the most like maddie topic we could think of mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah yeah it's very defining of me so it's yeah. also um it's also been very odd because um when i first came into youth group i mean everyone everyone had read harry potter like at my school or watching the movies or that sort of thing but then mm-hmm. it was like the first like community where it's just like oh I'm not allowed to do that. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Like it was so, um, and since a lot of Christians don't really like, or like, uh, don't approve of, of of their kids, like watching Harry Potter or reading Harry Potter. I think it would be, I don't know, a good place to start Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. conversation. Wow. Sounds like we, it gives a great way of segueing that because it doesn't sound at all like we talked about this beforehand, even though we totally did. Oh, way to ruin that. <laughs> was it, I thought it was pretty smooth. It was. Yeah, it was, it was great. smooth. Yeah, Thank no, you. Nice You're bail on. there. That was... But, okay, so... So, yeah, right? Like, Christians don't... aren't super into Harry Potter, just as, like, a general grouping, if we can be general with that. Like, obviously, there are Christians who are totally fine with that. But, um, yeah, like, why why is that, do you think? Um, I mean, the whole, so, I mean, the witchcraft thing. Which, <laughs> <laughs> that witchcraft that one little thing. thing. The, the potion brewing and the spell casting <laughs> yeah. and the, yeah. you know... Raising the dead people thing. Yep. That only happened, like, once, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't, like, actually dead, so. <laughs> like, breaking your souls into pieces and, like, oh, yeah. speaking of, there's going to be, like, spoilers in this episode, but, yeah. like. We'll try to not, like, do super major spoilers. Yeah, and spoilers. and when we, there will be, what we usually do is when we review movies and stuff like that, we have a cutoff point. Okay. For, so, so at first we'll try not to do any spoilers okay. and then. After get that to a point where we're like, all right, where we, where we say, okay, now we're talking spoilers. Gloves so. are off. Okay, yeah. okay, so, but yeah, so the witchcraft, there's our like potion brewing and like slugs, wolf's bane, 
out of bottle fame. Slugs. So. You know how much Christians hate slugs. I mean. Hey, hey. But no, but like, I don't know. No, so I get you, I get you. it's seen as prohibited because there was like a time period where like, you know, pagan, like, you know, paganistic and. I mean, there are people even now today mm-hmm. who actively practice witchcraft. Yeah. And that is not something that we recommend um, as, as Christians, right? Like, it, actual witchcraft is bad. Don't do it. <laughs> right. um, and, and what we mean by actual witchcraft, we're not saying that you can actually, like, make your broom fly. Um, but rather <laughs> that uh, um, there are people who do, like, spells and, like, do rituals that involve, like... Um, I mean, do we know what they involve? Yeah, I don't think we do. They, they do. Well, they do. They do. We do. Um, <laughs> like, like, um, so like Wiccans. Um, uh, like I know people. No, like, personally, I, I who who does? So they have like charms. They have like like they believe in a lot and like some various like goddesses and gods and stuff oh, like that okay. of like nature. Um, a lot of nature stuff. Usually yeah, it's okay. focused and on. like um, but they believe in the supernatural in that sense, right? Like believe that the spells that they're doing are actually accomplishing something, even mm-hmm. though it's obviously not like you can make yourself fly per se, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there's a lot of things like involving the spiritual where like people will go on spirit quests or like have their body be possessed by ghosts or something like along those lines, right? Or there'd be like, I mean, even like nat- like original pagan religions, they'd be all like, uh, yes, we're going to carve this tree into a pregnant woman. And if I get pregnant by this tree that looks like a pregnant woman, like then that my, sort of, yeah. yeah, I'll have a higher chance of fertility and that yeah. sort of like, no, for real. <laughs> no, that's totally true. <laughs> Yeah. So like right. that's what the Astaroth poles are about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had sex in front of this. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <laughs> so there was there's that whole. I mean, there's also still practicing. I was actually watching. This is going to be a little side tale, but sorry. Totally fine. This uh, is a Christian artist. We have those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was just watching. There is this. There's this gypsy community still in. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember where. So it was in Europe. It was in Europe, yes. The gypsy community is still in Europe, and they um, still practice the art of, like, bidding on, like, brides mm-hmm. and that sort of a thing. And so there's a bridal market sure. uh, held once a year. And when? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, they're, like, they're, like, start getting sold off at, like, 14 is, like, when their first bridal uh, market is. Isn't mm. that weird? So, like, like, four, like, uh, and then uh, another one that I watched, I was on a, I was on a binge where uh, they're like being fat is seen as like attractive, yeah. and mm-hmm. so they start like feeding parties when they're twelve, and they eat nine thousand calories a day, which is more than a bodybuilder consumes. Like it's it's, it's not nine thousand; it's something it's over double what a bodybuilder consumes a day, and it's these twelve-year-old children, like just. Uh, gorging themselves on food until they are sick. Anyway, so paganism. <laughs> <laughs> Not but good. So, so, but they're still practicing pagans today, yeah. and even like now, like there's the whole like um, I don't know, putting energy out into the universe. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> like like your character yeah. from uh, what's it called? The skit. Well, yeah. What's in a name? Oh, uh, like, like your character from What's in a Name. <laughs> the universe doesn't care about you. The universe doesn't care about you in like yeah. New Age. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Right. And so those things actually exist in the world. Okay. And they definitely existed in the time when the Bible was being written. And so there were many, especially Israel was 
strictly prohibited not to practice these things because, um, I mean, primarily because they um, uh, were the things that these pagan nations were doing and they involved other gods. And um, also they d did and still do heavenly involve demons. So even though some magic doesn't actually work, sometimes it actually does. And when that happens, it's because demons. <laughs> so... <laughs> I have to fiddle. It's totally fine. Um, and and so that's the thing, right? Like, there, there's also sorts of demonic things behind these sorts of uh, practices. There's all sorts of um, just immoral things behind uh, uh, um, witchcraft and, and those sorts of things, right? And it's also just a thing that um, it's it's tr it's worshiping something other than God, right? Like you're tr you're accomplish trying to accomplish something, right, by doing this magic ritual that you assume will help you in this way, and that that's very anti to how the biblical worldview works. Yeah, there's a go around, like there's like a side right. track, yeah. you know, like there's like a <laughs> hidden path that, like, if you you know just that's... say the magic word, then you mm -hmm. can get all you want. Yeah. So like so the whole as soon as like so, especially back in like the early two thousands when Harry Potter was at like its peak yeah. um the word witchcraft immediately like nope like sh close your ears like uh shut out like a whole whole bunch of people and had parents like you know uh like being like oh you can't even get near that right it, mm -hmm. it started like a like a drug battle mm -hmm. against harry potter it really yeah. did it was like <laughs> say a, no to harry potter yeah kids. yeah it's stay away from this thing you'll catch a disease mm -hmm. yeah yeah um you'll so practice witchcraft yourself if right you, yeah so so here's what we want to say first and foremost um i'd like to say that uh like demon demonic activity is not a disease that you catch let's let's put it that way all right um for us as christians there is nothing that can separate us from the love of christ mm -hmm. right now if you are a christian and you pull out a ouija board you're an idiot <laughs> okay? yeah. don't do that yeah but there's nothing to be afraid of in the sense that oh what's gonna happen to me is is this uh you know, have I have I done something that mm -hmm. I is permanently damaged my soul and now there's a demon walking around with me? Yeah. Right? It's like, my goodness, no. Like where does that theology right. Like come if from? you're in Christ, like you're not right. gonna be possessed by a demon. Right. For and reading so... a story that literally has been read by billions of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yes. it's, it's not some sort of like take over the world thing where JK Rowling was like, Yes, I can get all the kids to witchcraft and then <laughs> right. take over the world. Right. This is right. not a, a monster can six 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 uh yeah. the beast representation yeah. thing, conspiracy <laughs> thing. Okay, and that's not true either. Anyway. Uh no, so so uh just recently, we were talking. AJ and I were talking to um, some of the kids at youth group about this, and um, yeah, it's it's not like some sort of disease that you catch is is somehow like being around people who are like pagans or practice witchcraft as as yeah. if somehow well, well I got to stay away from this yeah. thing, you know, you have and, to shun them. Or yeah. Whatever. So what yeah. you're doing is is you're doing exactly the opposite of what Jesus did in saying, well, mm -hmm. let's push these people away because they're dirty, they're right. you know, they're sinners, right? And so that that mindset is exactly what the Pharisees did with the tax collectors, right? Or the prostitutes, <sighs> is they would say, "Oh, these people are sinners, let's keep them away from us." 
And Jesus is like, oh, these people are the sinners. I'll, I'll go preach to them. Right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we have to change that mindset. Um, but another thing to note about um, witchcraft and demons and stuff like that is um, Hollow's Eve's origin. Oh, mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was actually a Christian holiday in which to mock would, the devil to yeah. mock the devil mock is the they devil. would dress up as ghouls and ghosts and demons and stuff like that because they're like jesus, jesus won, won. <laughs> these mm-hmm. things have no power over yeah us. jesus yeah. beat sin and death on the cross and so i mean there's nothing to be demons afraid aren't of anymore. scary anymore right? yeah and like, so they're funny now, yeah right <laughs> yeah and, and so it was like i mean yeah and now now do i want you do do we do we think that people should go around like they did in war room yeah being and, like devil and, i rebuke you yeah, yeah okay no not even the <laughs> no, archangel not, not michael right. rebukes uh this rebukes satan in his own name right right he would always say jesus rebuke you or god rebuke mm-hmm. you um yeah and and to walk around your house rebuking satan is really stupid instead you should pray to god <laughs> Right, submit yeah. to God and the devil will flee for you from you. So if you have submitted to God, what's that? Not the thing. Oh. Oh. Don't worry, it's a mere thought. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm it's very okay. sorry. It's okay. Um, submit to God and the devil will flee from you. So you don't need to be focusing on staying away from demons or focusing on rebuking demons. What you need to do is submit to God, go mm-hmm. to God, and the rest will follow. Um, so that's our theology of demons and witchcraft and all of that out of the way right away. Um, and just another uh, a challenge to um, parents who are against letting their kids watch Harry Potter or just whatever. Um, Not and, we, whatever. and we talk. Sorry. Not whatever. You should be. <laughs> no, no, or, no. Right. Wait, no, not whatever. don't just let them watch whatever. That's kind of what oh, we're implying. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Obviously not. But but related Anything to Harry Potter. Fantastical like related, yes. we'll right. say. Right. Uh, just because is... it's magic doesn't immediately mean that you should shun it. And Right. Yeah. By reading Harry Potter, I am not inviting demons into my life. I'm not <laughs> practicing witchcraft. I'm not doing any of those things. Um, if and And if it was true... If, if that was a thing, right, uh, that, oh, I'm reading a book about people who, you know, um, cast spells in a fantastical world. How about the shows that you watch where people have sex? Is that not sinful? Are you not <laughs> inviting demons into your life in that way? If, if yeah, what, what, what sin is different than another sin that yeah, you Yeah, if you watch someone, if you watch people murdering each other right. on a TV show. Right. Like, at what point yes, can it, you not exactly. w- ever witness any sinful behavior whatsoever Right. where it's like, all right. I'm not saying that a made-up story about magic people right. is exactly. sinful. Right. No, 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 yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, no, and here's the thing. Right, and, and that's, that's why we're, we're comparing that's it to that. The, yes, is, exactly. is uh, when you watch a show, when you watch a movie, and this is something I was thinking about today, is... When people sin, whether it's witchcraft, whether it's sex outside of marriage, whether it's murder, whether it's lying or stealing, no matter what, it should bother us as Christians mm-hmm. because we now have a standard that we hold to that is God's and not ours. And so when we are watching these things and consuming these things and we're like, oh, it's just a movie, it's just a television show, and yet there's sin, that should bother us, right? Now, the other side of that is oh, these people did something wrong. I'm not going to turn off the show. It's, oh, okay, these people have done something wrong. That bothers me. And hopefully, if the people are telling a good story, 
they will show us why that should bother us and they will show us the consequences of these actions and they will tell mm -hmm. a good story through something horrible that these people did and they won't glorify it. And that's what we look for in good stories is that people that do sin because that's real. That's what happens. And then to show us the real life consequences of those things. Now, when we're talking about witchcraft and stuff like that, what JK Rowling did is she took something that people believed is real and made it fantastical for the same reason that we do with Greek mythology. Yeah. Right. With the same reason that we do that with elves and dwarves and made up creatures is they took something that was a real legend or a real myth or something that people actually practice and they made it into something imaginary. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. Okay. This right. is a fantastical world. It is imaginary. It is not meant to be a endorsement of witchcraft. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, you would yeah. be the one to know that. Did J.K. Rowling ever be like, hey, this is an endorsement of witchcraft? At the very end of the, <laughs> at the last book, it just says, do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. totally, guys. So, so yeah. So, so that's that's what I'm throwing out there is, And, that, I mean, that's something we've talked about before, but adding witchcraft into that um, I ethical, mean, what's it called? Equation. I mean, if uh, reading Harry Potter would make you a witch, then I would be a witch. Like, <laughs> right. Right. If anyone would That's be true. a witch, it right. would be mad. You are living proof that <laughs> like, you can you can consume a, uh, art yeah. that uh, what what is it that that makes something real that isn't real mm -hmm. and not. Not fall for a delusion. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Did I want it to be real? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Because yeah. who doesn't want to fly? Who right? doesn't want to fly? But, like, it's, yeah, definitely, like, of, um, I lost my entire thought. Um, <laughs> but of, yeah, so, I mean, if I was going to be, be a witch, I'd be one. But what was your last point that you it. just made? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, so let, let's just go ahead and segue from this because I think okay. we've, we've talked about it enough. Mm -hmm. um, I think you guys get the point. We don't think that Harry Potter is evil because it portrays witchcraft, right? right. If you think that, then you shouldn't be watching Narnia or right. Lord of the Rings yeah. either because they have magic too. So take that, Christians. Yes. Um, <laughs> just because it's just because it's a different like it's not told by like an outward like Christian like of someone who is like yes. an absolute That's believer. That's also true. Yeah. It like people doesn't are, mean you can't. Doesn't mean it. you you can't like a like learn things from it and right. like that sort of a thing exactly. and yeah. or take inspiration from it. I mean yes. I mean you know J.R.L. Tolkien you know took elves and like that yeah. sort of a thing and right. made them different and fantastic. And that's the thing, right? Like fantasy. That's what fantasy is for. You mm -hmm. take things. Uh, you you make things fantastical so that you can point back to the real and be like, hey, here's an interesting thing about human nature that you may not have thought of before. Yes. Right? And and that's totally mm -hmm. fine. We're, none of these things are endorsing actual yes. versions, like real-life versions of these things that may or may not be good. And J.K. Rowling did that with a lot of things in her book. Mm -hmm. So many mm -hmm. things that I didn't even realize until, yeah. like, rereading them, like, fourth, fifth, or sixth time of, like, wow, this is a really good commentary on, like, social activism and like that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah. wow. There's I was... lots of cool things like that. Yes. And, um, or, um, define social activism for me real quick. So, I mean, uh, so, uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. It's like, okay. So this, I don't think this is a spoiler. This is like a fun, like, okay. 
It's like a side thing. It's like a yeah. side thing. So there are these creatures called elves. They're house oh, yeah, elves. I remember this. Yep. Yeah, there's okay. there's house elves in the Harry Potter universe, and they cook and they clean and like if you're really rich, you get a house elf. Basically, mm-hmm. they're like they're like servants. Mm-hmm. Well, they're slaves. They're slaves. Uh, <laughs> the only way they can be free is by getting human clothes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of house elves like like to be servants and like to be slaves like based like there's this one elf called winky who she like literally was treated like garbage but she like i don't know she like liked her master and like that sort of a thing Mm -hmm. and hermione just hated it she's just like i'm gonna free all of the elves i'm gonna free all of them this is in the book so it's not in the movies i know it's not in the movies it's It's one of the side plots that was cut out yes and because there was so many so many so and then she like goes ahead with this whole thing and like she does this for a whole year and then she meets a whole bunch of elves and they're like what are you doing we didn't ask you to be our champion like Mm -hmm. we genuinely like like that sort of a thing like this is a more complicated issue this is a way more complicated like of course dobby didn't like being an elf but dobby Mm -hmm. like dobby's like only one elf Mm -hmm. and if dobby wants to be free he can be free but i like my job like that sort of a thing right so yeah Hmm. Like that's like that's a cool like like that's one side story yeah of a seven book series and that's in the fourth <laughs> book so <laughs> <laughs> well so so yeah so segueing here like mm-hmm. um let's let's talk about it this this way so like, so yeah. Maddie yes how did you get into Harry Potter um okay I was in fifth did a, I remember a guy come up to you on the street and like open his <laughs> door, yeah. I got you some Harry Potter right here no yeah. no yeah. actually um it actually this is actually kind of hilarious how I got into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade. The seventh book was coming out. Okay. So, um, and I had seen the first three movies had been out at this point. And I really liked them and like that sort of a thing. But then I met this girl who she did a book report on the sixth book in our class because the seventh book was coming out. And she was a Satanist. And she was a Satanist, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she was emo, though. She had like black eyeliner. She was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she, and I was just a, like, oh, and, uh, we became friends and she's like, you have to read the books. Mm-hmm. Like the movies are good, but like you have to read the books. And I read those books in like two weeks and I was 11 <laughs> at the time. So that's yeah. very impressive. <laughs> like, and I, I would read them during class. I was not a good kid. <laughs> Making this abundantly this is, clear. This is BC from Addy. This is Christ. I had uh, met these guys yes, <laughs> before Christ. Yeah, yeah. it was it Maddie was. BC. Yeah. Um, and uh, what if we what if we did that? What if we like had our own personal calendars like BC and AD, like <laughs> oh my before God. Christ and in the year of our Lord? Like yeah. that would make so yep. much sense. It yes, yep. I mean, yeah. It would. Yeah, I was a very different person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should we should set up like a a, a page of testimonies, mm-hmm. and they're all designed like that, like BZ80. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, so uh, I would read during class and like that sort of a thing. And so I read those books in two weeks, and I loved them. I was obsessed with them. My mom actually bought me the box book hardcover book set that year and I cried. That, that thing was $99 at the Scholastic Book Fair. Like, that was an investment. <laughs> like, she cared. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
but yeah, and like I've just I've been in love with it ever ever since. And fun fact, my friendship with her actually broke up my friendship with the other group and caused a whole bunch of drama. And it was all because of Harry Potter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there is a problem with Harry yes. Potter. There are <laughs> demons involved. It makes, it makes you give up your friends. No, yeah. but um. So so yeah, Maddie. Funny. So so I like yeah. So it's been since fifth. Yeah. Fifth grade? How old are you in fifth grade? Like eleven, right? Something like that. So yeah. um, a decade. We wouldn't know. We were homeschooled. What are what are grades? Yeah. We, so, we, we only knew what grade we were in because of a youth of a yeah, youth like, group church. Yeah. We would just be like, I can do this math. I can read that. <laughs> we were in like three grades at once. Yeah. <laughs> that literally blows my mind because I'd be in first grade math now. <laughs> So I've been, so I, for literally a decade, like the top three, literally top three, top five, we'll say top five. I don't want to sound nuts. Top five days of my life is I waited six hours for the last Harry Potter movie to come out. I went, so the midnight showing at the movie theater over here, I went at six o'clock at night and I waited until midnight and it was amazing. Like, a girl drew, like, a, a dark mark on my arm, and we played Harry Potter trivia. Yeah, she drew a dark mark <laughs> on her arm, and they killed people with it. No! <laughs> You're not making your case here, Maddie. <laughs> no. Okay, okay, okay. This dark... girl drew a dark mark. Okay, 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 okay. She says. The bad guy, the bad guy had, like, gang tattoos, okay? <laughs> yeah, they kind of sound sketchy. But no, I mean... The more you talk, I'm sure the more it will... The more sketchy it will sound. It, but it was like... It was all in good fun. Yeah. Uh, my friend made me uh, radish earrings, which is a Luna Lovegood thing. See, there you go. That's that's wholesome. That's wholesome. So like, radish earrings. Yay! But, I mean, that's... The dark bark thing is no different than putting on a Darth Vader mask. Yes, 100%. So, yeah. like, um... It, so it's so just... Christians don't like Star Wars either, Connor. <laughs> 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 that's okay but so um i don't know i like I, so and i i was sobbing i was sobbing in that movie theater because it like it was it was an end of an era when that movie came out because the books had all been released the final movie was how done. far was it yep. from you starting 2015 sorry books <laughs> oh so it's 2015 was when the last movie came how out. long ago like what was the time frame between starting to read the books and having that moment Oh, oh, geez. Okay, like becoming so becoming a Harry Potter fan. fifth grade. Oh gosh, this is you're gonna make me do math live. <laughs> well, so, so ten years ago, so you'd have been two thousand nine. So it's about six years of your life. I was six years. Yeah, solid so was, six years. So is so a, a six year era had come to an end. I mean, it's still an era for me. I got a Harry Potter tattoo, so That's like true. it's yeah. here. Yeah, it's so. a dark mark. It's not the dark mark. It's <laughs> I'm gonna show it. Oh, it's sorry, fine. it's a radish. It says all was well. And That's these the little last st- end of the it's last the, line of the book. The right? last line of the book because the last book. I think it's a good note to end. Like it's a good, it's such All a good well. note to end on. I mean, it's like, and they live happily ever after. Right? Yeah. yeah, their story was told, and like always, well, except it wasn't happily ever after. It was like, well, you know, it wasn't happy. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a super because I mean, people life. died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoilers! Okay, spoilers. people die in this yeah. series. What? So definitely like, not okay. But it was kids. spoiler alert. But it was well. Harry Potter's parents died. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter's Batman. Even I know that. Yeah. Wait, what? No, I mean his his parents died. Batman. But he's not rich. Uh, <laughs> he's he Batman. is poor. Well, I mean, he lived in like poor in a moderate neighborhood. His yeah. dad and uncle were just mean to him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, <laughs> were, they were abusive. Anyway. <laughs> 
But yeah, so six year period of my life. I mean, current day, really. But uh, right. But like in terms of like. So so okay. So I was in fifth grade when I first read the book. I first started coming to youth group in sixth grade. And so that's when she finally repented of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so I first came to youth group in sixth grade. I became to faith community in sixth grade, and then I started. Like, becoming friends with you guys 7th, 8th grade. Because mm-hmm. you were a year below me. 8th mm-hmm. grade. So yep. you were a year below me. Yep. You were a year above me. Yep. So you got to hang out with him while you were in 7th grade. Yeah. And then I moved up to 7th grade. And then you guys were kind of like our, our like leaders of the posse. And yeah. then when you guys left, we were the leaders of the posse. And we screwed up everything. <laughs> my grade? Remember? My grade was trash. Yeah, your yep. grade was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We broke okay. so many things in that yeah. But okay, so keeping, keeping this on track here. So yes. I have another question for you, yes. Because this, okay. this is kind of be functioning as like an interview of Maddie about it. Sure. So, okay. Um, so it's fun <laughs> we, to hear you, we you discussed about this. It, right? Yeah. No, um, it's uh, so fun for me to talk about. Exactly. So what's so... Okay, let's... I'm going to just start okay, talking. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what's so good... What, like, this is why I think it's such an, a good piece of artwork. That's why I, that's a, what I was going to ask you. So. Yeah, it, it's a good piece of artwork. A, it's indicative of a, of a time. Like, it literally changed how books were written. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've gotten so many more things because Harry Potter was such a huge success. It created the whole genre of YA fiction. Uh, Before that, there were books for kids, like Narnia and that sort of thing, which you could still enjoy, but they were for kids. And then there were books for, like, adults. And, like, they were, like, you know, like... Probably pretty intense. Pretty intense <laughs> and like murder slashy. I'm guessing I didn't read it. Or like of those. very intellectual. Or very like too smart for me. Mm-hmm. Like I like really middle grade. <laughs> really middle grade is just like uh, no. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> uh, I I had a very actually high rating thing, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh 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 for I, I could read I could read yeah, college yeah, yeah. level in eighth grade. Oh yeah. I mean, because I started... Oh, yeah, because you, you read a I lot. read all yeah. the time. Um, but, uh, but so it created YA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it's also then Harry Potter's fault that we got Twilight, so... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there's goods, there's bads. Yeah. There's good, there's bads. Yeah. But like, it's also why Percy Jackson abuse. was able it's to true. be It's true, I'm very glad yeah. about that. So, so Percy Jackson what, was really good. What do you think, like, really is, like so good about Harry Potter? Like, why do you love it so much? Why I love... Definitely the characters. Mm -hmm. The characters are so... Every single character has a distinct, like, personality. Like, even the side characters. Like, even, like, Dean Thomas, Mm -hmm. who is a very side character. Like, I get a distinct impression of him when I, like... He's very memorable. He's... They're also... They're so, like... Like, uh, I loved, like, I, I, like, I loved the Golden Trio. You know, I loved Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Like, they were, they felt like, they felt like, like, my friends. Yeah. Like, yep. Hogwarts, so a whole, a whole theme in this book is, like, Harry doesn't, like, this, I don't think this is a spoiler. Harry, Harry's not very happy at home, and Hogwarts is his home. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about, like, the Harry Potter book series. Like, Harry Potter book mm-hmm. series feels like my home in the literary world. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm feeling, like, um... You know, like, in the, like, fictional literary world, like, when I'm feeling, like, you know, like, out of sorts, and I'm just, like, I want to escape, I, like, I run home, and I read Harry Potter. Yeah. I, the Bulgarian <laughs> is that for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just, like, the, your your favorite series you can just always come back to. Yes. Like, I'm, this is comfortable. And this is, it's me returning to being, like, because I was their age. I grew up with them, you mm-hmm. know? So I was their age when 
the book started. And I know I read those books in two weeks, but I read them every year. So each year, <laughs> right. you got more. I got a the... new level for it. Like when I was eleven, when when I was twelve, and when I was fifteen, and because when I was like when I was eleven, I didn't understand to hear like okay, I'm gonna I'll save that for later, because that's <laughs> but uh, a little spoilery. But it um the characters and so like and they're inspiring. Like I was just reading this story the other day of like this girl who she was like I was so this is an English story. She was, she was like I was a third year in school and I read about this bookish girl named Hermione in this magical series. And I loved her. I thought she was so courageous and so smart. And I wanted to be her so bad that I started reading more and I started studying more. And she was like, and today I'm graduating from Cambridge because I wanted to be that nerdy, smart, bookish girl. Uh-huh. And it's so important for like, uh, like people to like see themselves or like to like relate and to understand and like, like feel this connection with like mm-hmm. this whole yeah these characters fiction helps you have mm-hmm. empathy yes a hundred percent it helps you understand it humans helps, it helps you understand humans it gives you empathy it mm-hmm. gives you goals it says i want to be like this person yeah this mm-hmm. person is um, like they they they're uh, proactive they want to do things yeah. i want to do things in yes. a way a fictional character can be a mentor mm-hmm. just like in my hero academia mm-hmm. of <laughs> i want to be this person mm-hmm. because this is what i look yes. up to mm-hmm. right yeah. and to have that as a model, to have that as a conscious reminder of this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. It becomes, in a way, like a vibe of your life, like we were talking about with Ross. Hmm. Of This is what I want to become. This is this is something that's always on my mind of I want to be like this. Mm-hmm. And it's helpful. It's helpful. And it's um, and it also is like a like, you know, it is an aspiration and it's a goal because Especially when you're kids, you're always so, like, especially, like, young adult teenager, right? 11, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. You're so self-conscious. You're so thinking about, like, um... What everybody thinks. What everyone thinks about you and how people perceive you. Mm -hmm. And so to see brave, heroic, young Mm -hmm. kids doing, like, like... Not like not save like saving the world, mm-hmm. and it it's told in a realist realistic matter. Like they're scared, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, but they do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. I think that's super powerful and super changing, mm-hmm. and that's why I also think like Harry Potter was so popular is because it wasn't like, you know, because uh, like back to Narnia for example, like those like the Pevensies were like they were kind of blank slates, right? They were mm-hmm. kind of like something to project yourself onto mm-hmm. instead of like feeling with them. Right. Yeah. Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Ha- I mean, because it's the, a book about a school, right. It feels like you are a person who goes to the school and you know, all of these people and like you, they're all such distinct people because mm-hmm. that's what school is like. Right. You have like people around you who all have their own things going on. They all have their own yes. personalities. Mm-hmm. They all have their own goals and dreams. And honestly, it helps you to, to externalize that and be like, you know what? I'm not the only person who has like thoughts about things. <laughs> yeah, everyone is interesting. Everyone ever like everyone has something going on. Like uh mm-hmm. you know, you never know what's going on behind like the curtain. Yeah. Cuz like uh can we get into spoiler yeah, you stuff just yet? Jump okay, okay, we're going to so, get into spoiler stuff so now. So go read the series. Maddie can't take it any longer. I can't take right, it so, any longer. Because... Right, like so we've just kind of like hyped it up a bit. So if you haven't read it read it/watched slash watched the movies or anything like that, 
um, go do so, like, uh, and don't listen any further because yes. if you do, you will have things spoiled. Because so that one, so that's the main selling Sorry, point. Carl. But the story, okay. So we're also gonna talk about this. I'll talk. I'm gonna about leave this. now. <laughs> I mean, you Bye, can. Kylie. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what the main selling point for me is the characters. But the the story's fantastic too. Mm -hmm. The story's great. But like for I me, mean, the story is about the characters. Though, the story right? is genuinely about the characters, yeah. and so that's, that's why I story. like it so much. And I think that is very indicative of how I judge art in general now, is because mm -hmm. of how much I love Harry Potter. Like, oh yeah. Even stories oh, yeah. nowadays, like if it's the story's not that great, but the characters are great. Mm -hmm. I love that story right. because I think that blueprint for Harry Potter has, will just stay with me for yeah. the rest of my and, life. And I think <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's really cool mm -hmm. to have that kind of standard of characters first, then plot. Because a lot of times some mm -hmm. people tell stories sometimes and you're like, that sounds ridiculous. Like there's no <laughs> way that could happen. And sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, that's a bad plot because there's no way that would happen. But in all reality, what they've done is they've made a story where something like this does happen. And crazy things like that happen. Crazier things happen in real life sometimes yes. than what happens in movies. And so what makes a story interesting mm -hmm. is realistic characters. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, characters that can pull off the crazy thing that exactly. are realistic. Yes. Right? <laughs> so the stories can be you. nuts. Yeah. But if the characters ground you and if the characters are believable, mm -hmm. then you can tell any story. Right. Yeah. And any so that's, story that's why a plot that mm -hmm. is... Maybe maybe actually lacking in thought, but also sometimes just crazy, and you're like, that's ridiculous. And then you think about some story in your life, and you're like, if I told somebody, if somebody had made a movie about this part of my life, <laughs> yes, it would be the same bad plot. Yeah, right. That, it would be uh, the same like cliche or right. like this. It could literally never happen. Like it's yes. impossible. Right. But if it's you know if it's grounded in reality or right. grounded in a re relatable real character, yeah, totally believable. Mm -hmm. yeah. So okay, so spoilers now. So kind of what I wanted to talk about earlier was, mm -hmm. so when I was uh, younger and reading it throughout the years, my 12-year-old self, so... When you it, were like 12? When I was like 12. <laughs> she says that a lot. I So anyone who's younger than me, like Connor's like 12 because he's younger than me. <laughs> Carly, you're like 12 because <laughs> you're younger than me. Caleb is... I'm not 12. Ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Those I got are her two scales. I got called old yesterday. <gasps> oh, le legitimately? Oh. Legit well, Sorry. no, so what it was is Rachel, are we were taking okay? a picture, like... and Rachel was like, all right, all the old people now. And I yeah. was like, why am I in this group, <laughs> Rachel? Yeah, really? I was in that group, too. Yeah, I know. Um. Well, so, yeah. So, um. but when I was 12, so there's this part in the fifth, so we're going to major spoilers. In the fifth book of uh, Harry Potter's godfather dies and it's a major loss for him and uh it's a major loss because it's like one of two things he has <laughs> literally doesn't have that many he things. has like he doesn't even have dumbledore really like mm -hmm. i like dumbledore is like looked at as a father figure in the series and he is not in his not life at all lot, yeah. in the i mean books. he's got to lead a school yeah so. and he can't show favorites yeah. so like so sirius was like the only legitimate like actual potential to be a father figure towards harry and he, uh, he dies. Mm -hmm. So, thanks, JK. <laughs> <laughs> or, so in the fifth, so the book before that, too, a classmate of his dies. Mm -hmm. And all throughout the fifth book, Harry acts so different. Mm -hmm. 
he like and I as a 12 year old didn't get it I was just like oh he's being so annoying like all he is is he's like he's moody all of the time <laughs> and like so like like kind of self-absorbed and like that sort of a thing and then as an older kid I was like oh my gosh he saw a person die in front of his eyes, you know? Like, yeah. he, he saw the life of somebody leave his eyes. Like, you know? And how that would change you. And so, like, each year, like, a new thing would get added on of, mm-hmm. like, a new perspective because, you know, I was growing with these characters. And then how, like, now that I'm old, too, Harry was 17. So in the last book, he was 17 years old. That's a baby. <laughs> He's a baby. And he- Carly, you're a baby. <laughs> you're a baby, Carly. Like, but, like, not to, like, 17, like, listen, 17-year-olds can handle a lot. I know. I was a 17-year-old, and I was handling a lot at yeah. that time. But, like, like not knocking 17-year-olds, but, like, once you hit 19 or 20, you're literally like, oh, my gosh, they're children. <laughs> and then once you hit, like, 30, 31, you're like, wow, 19, 20-year-olds, they're children. children. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that right now, actually. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a child. I'm a child. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying I feel I feel like uh, 19 and 20-year-olds are children. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but that's just the way it is, right? Like, we, we're always, we'll always externalize this as, like, everyone younger than me is so young, and everyone older than me is so right. old. Because hopefully you've had so much growth. Yes. That you can look back three years yes. in your own personal life and say, wow, I was immature. Mm-hmm. Now you're yeah. not necessarily looking at an actual 19-year-old and saying, oh, wow, you're so mature and blank, blank, and blank. What you're doing is you're projecting your age of what you were like yeah. onto them, mm-hmm. assuming that their age is the same as you. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, so he's 17. And this 17-year-old kid is an orphan, mm-hmm. was abused mm-hmm. by his aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. like neglected. Um, You're emotionally abused. Emo- he was emotionally abused. <laughs> psychologically tormented. Psychologically tormented by his cousin. Um, he was, you know, like assaulted at 11, first year of Hogwarts. Literally, as pro- like had major injuries every single year at Hogwarts. He was there. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> he lost his godfather. He lost his brother's, fr- his friend's brother. He lost. Like he felt he was re- he felt like he was responsible for a war. Like mm-hmm. he's like for real. <laughs> oof. Like oof. Yeah. He's had it rough. So what? See, this is one of the so one of the main reasons that also love Harry Potter is how it tackles grief. Mm-hmm. It tackles yes. grief in such a real and because so we're seeing the book through Harry's point of view, mm-hmm. right? And so like in the seventh book especially, I like how it like. We don't find out until later in the series that Hermione, like, erases her parents' memories to keep them protected from the, like, the dark wizards that are, like, not, not erases all of their memory, but erases their memory of her. That she, yeah. n- that they never had a daughter and then they right. moved, and then they moved to Australia because she doesn't want her parents, because they're not magical people. They're mm-hmm. muggles. So, <laughs> so, and so like, and so that's found out later in the book. So like literally every character is going over so much, but it's also, there's so much grief and loss, but it's for good, right? Mm-hmm. It's so that this evil doesn't prevail mm-hmm. because like this evil, horrible, like heartless monster mm-hmm. doesn't like prevail. So it is like, it's so heart wrenching, but it's for something yeah. and i think that's such a healthy way to 
digest grief. Yeah. Is uh, and it's, a, it's a great way to look at the sovereignty of God as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And that really puts things into perspective. And also the fact that they're doing things as well points to uh, acting on faith. And this might hurt for, for things like calling out your friends, right? When they do something wrong. Yes. Of being like, this is going to hurt, but the end will justify the pain it took to get us there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Neville Longbottom does fabulously in the first book. Fabulously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neville Longbottom is great. great. Good old Neville. Yeah. Good He's old good Neville. Guy. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've always one of my favorite lines when I, I, I we, uh, watched the series with Hannah Jacobs again because she had never seen it. Yeah. And I never realized that that was in the very first book of yes. standing up to your enemies. I mean, that's good. Standing up to your friends. That's, <laughs> that's, more that's, that's takes more courage. courage. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, like that's really that's good. That's the first book. Yeah. Like there's, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. to unpack. There's, there's a lot of really good moral themes that you can get out of these things. Now, real quick, just going back to what we were talking about at the very beginning Mm -hmm. of uh, not making light of uh, sin when you watch something and and making sure that still bothers you and that the light that sin is presented is, is done in a right way and that you're affected by that as well. Um, When, Ooh, hold up. Train of thought. You were saying Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Great things you can get out of taking courage, standing up to your taking friends. Courage, standing up to your friends. There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> There's well, a lot to unpack right here. Okay, so um, it's really important too. <laughs> uh, we were talking about sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not making light of sin. Not making light of sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to jog your memory here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. It's okay. No, it's okay. It happens to the best of us. Mm. Uh, boy. <laughs> Talking about Neville Lottom Bottom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. okay All right. Yeah, thanks for laughing at me. That really helped. Okay, so when we're talking about these things, uh, this is something we talked about um, in terms of uh, Proverbs, mm. is that people recognize Proverbs... Um, from the Bible, right? Not like Chinese proverbs. Like they recognize proverbs as truth. Like they'll read a proverb and and you could say a proverb to somebody and, and somebody would be like, oh yeah, like that's good. And then you're like, it's from the Bible. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> right? Like like people people know truth mm-hmm. when when it's presented to them. And so you have a, a, a an author like J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Is is it rolling? rolling. It's not rolling. rolling, right? Okay, so rolling. I mean, rolling. Yeah, I rolling. Also, yeah, no. Uh, I still, I still don't know. Oh, that's okay. Rolling. All right. So, so rolling. Okay. So, uh, she's not a Christian, right? She has no intention of being a Christian and yet there's truth. There's blatant. She says she's a Christian. Oh, does she? Yes. Oh, but I don't. Okay. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's one of those where it's just like, it's, it's like a, I'm a Christian. It's a cultural Christian. Cultural Christian. Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. So yeah. She'll never see this. Hi, JK. We're <laughs> <laughs> questioning your salvation. It's yeah. fine. Um, I love you, but like, <laughs> right. thank you so much for impacting me in such a but wonderful also, way. But also, here's right. the gospel. <laughs> right, no. Uh, no, so, uh, when when we, we talk about things like this, we, we have to understand that God owns 
logic. God owns mm-hmm. wisdom, right? God owns good art. Mm-hmm. And so you, you take a series like this that presents good things like standing up to your friends takes courage. And you read that and you're like, like, that's true. And you get a good Bible centered, like gospel truth out of these things. Um, and the like, person didn't intend it that way. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so, yeah, yes. just going, going and looking back at those things again and just recognizing that if God owns all of these things, then you're going to find things like this in good stories because mm-hmm. the way to tell a good story is to use truths that we actually relate to. Mm-hmm. Like standing up to your friends takes courage. That's something we understand is truth. That's something we relate to and that affects us. And that like, and it's like, so like comforting like, you know, good will triumph evil. Yes. It yes. will. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's a very prominent theme right. in Harry Potter is like, because, okay, so in Harry Potter, like, there's this prophecy, like, he will die. Like, there's, like, he will, tri- like, good will triumph. It's mm-hmm. not a if, and, or but. Mm-hmm. There's hmm. Reminds me of some prophecies in the Old Testament. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not an if, and, or but. It will triumph. Yeah. And right. that's so comforting in a more secular world of like yeah. <laughs> of you know goodwill i mean people want to believe that yes. right like everyone wants mm-hmm. to believe that mm-hmm. good will triumph over evil right yes. and 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 you can see that now very particularly in the secular humanism that like underlies liberalism right and like all of this like where it's like we we are very we have this particular idea of the world this utopia that we want to be true it's mm-hmm. not the biblical utopia but it's it's still a utopia, and we all want that, right? We all want right. utopia to be true. Yes, we want it, everyone to get along. We want everyone want to love each other. Right. It's the rise against line of I've endured your heaven, right? I've endured your paradise. It's that's that's the thing is we we talk about we all want the same thing. It's the question of how to get there and what does it look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. We all want world peace, but how do we get there? Yeah. We all want people to stop murdering each other and stop hating each other, but how do we get there? Mm-hmm. What's effective? What works? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a God. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, there's an answer. Yeah. And there's a right way and there's a wrong way. Yeah. So it's, it's the inherent human desire of peace and good triumphing mm-hmm. over yeah. evil. And, like, but it's also, it also shows, like, you know... Like good friends, good oh, yeah. friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, we we're watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're watching uh, the movies with Hannah, and my dad was in there too. Um, and Michael T. Powers, I think. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard of the famous Michael T. Yes, he's written yeah. like uh, like uh, the Chicken Soup book. Yes, like, yeah, yes, wow. yes. He hasn't written those. the Chicken yeah. Soup books. He's written for the, the, yeah. the Chicken yeah. Soup. Yeah, so yeah, he's pretty famous. He's got Heart for Teens. Heart, oh heart yes, touchers. yeah, Heart Touchers. Heart Touchers. Yeah. Yeah. He also makes some really dang good tea. Yeah, yeah, Michael <laughs> T. Yeah, he's got <laughs> some tea powers. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. No, anyway, so he's in another room right now. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking? Oh yeah, so so uh, good, good friends. Yeah, uh, we were watching it and uh, just I mean I mean uh, just throughout the whole thing they're just great friends. But there is one part in particular where, um, like, they they were trying to go to like into town, and yes. and mm-hmm. uh, Harry was feeling really down, mm-hmm. and so Hermione and Ron just just went with Adam, and then uh, a Dad was like, if they were good friends, they should have stayed. And I was just like, I mean, 
Yeah, and but but I, I feel like that was kind of a bad example of no, so he, but, but here's well, what they do. It shows the up and downs of friendship. Yes. It's, it, they, it's very genuine of the up and downs of friendship. Yeah. So they go, but see, the thing is, is they're so excited. So they're 13 at this yeah. point. They're so excited to go into to go town. Butterbeer. <laughs> 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 Not alcohol. But, uh. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, potatoes, potatoes. Potatoes, potatoes. But they go to, but they bring back like the entire candy store for Harry yeah. in the books. And so like they're thirteen, they're so excited to go into town and see yep. what it's like. Yep. And but they never forget about him, and they yeah. bring ba- back the entire candy store. Yeah. Okay, so that adds to that that thing. But yeah, no, that was just something where I was watching it, and it, and it was like you recognize that throughout the entire series of of. The genuineness of friends and you see the mistakes and you're like, oh yeah, this is what they should have done. And then, Mm -hmm. and then they like, especially when Ron and Harry always get into these like giant lengths of like fights. But here's my whole thing, right? Ron is the sixth son in a, in a huge family. Mm -hmm. He is so used to being overshadowed Mm -hmm. and then he makes friends with the most famous kid in the wizarding world. (laughs) And so he's always, always, always going to be overshadowed right. by him, you yeah. know, but he still yeah. loves him and yeah. he shares his family with him because mm-hmm. he cares about him. Yep. So like, um, so uh, really good friends, but he gets frustrated sometimes. He's a teenager and yep. he's just like, I just, for once, for once, I want someone to pay attention to me first, yep. which is a very recognizable feeling. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what that feeling's like. Sorry, middle middle children. Yeah. <laughs> they know what that's like. I don't know what yeah. that's like. Yeah. I've always been in the spotlight. Be- I'm the baby, so Yeah, see, <laughs> so, you and I have the You're the Ginny. Sorry. <laughs> you're the Ginny Wheel. And I'm the older son who's like off doing cool things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> like yeah, I'm the dragon tamer or whatever. Charlie. Yeah, yeah I'm Charlie. I want to be Charlie. <laughs> there's two. There's two. Yeah, I know. I I knew cool you would things. say which <laughs> yeah. that was if Bill, I Bill Charlie. That. Percy, Fred, George. I'm Charlie and now Ron. Dragon Tamer. Jenny. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but so, but, but they're very believable quarrels. And then yeah. the odd, awkward tension of like, once you hit puberty of like, yep. oh, I'm starting to find the opposite sex attractive. Right. Ah! Yep. <laughs> oh, my Jenny. friend is a what girl. Do? What do I do? What do? Yeah. See, oh, and I was just reading an analysis the other, not read. I was actually watching an analysis on Hermione Granger today on if they made Hermione too pretty. Because she was a very average looking, she was an average looking bookworm. She didn't pay attention mm-hmm. to like her looks when she was like 11, 12. And mm-hmm. she was, you know, she was like, you know, pretty. Like mildly attractive. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a normal so, person. But so, so like J.K. Rowling even said to Hermione, she's like, you're great. Your personality is fantastic. But you're just, you're so pretty. Like, you're <laughs> too, pretty. You're too but, but like, of course it's Hollywood. Yeah. But, um, so in the fourth book, there's like this, like, moment where she goes to the ball and like she puts effort into looking nice and every bookish nerdy awkward uncomfortable girl like me could relate to that moment because <laughs> right. there's at one point where you're just a like hey i'm not only like this thing i actually like i can be can, another i can be another person. thing too <laughs> yeah. yeah and like <laughs> like it's so like you know which was so, and and that was the point where like Ron was like, "Wow, actually, Hermione might be a girl," and we're like, "Yeah, yep. duh, yeah. Ron." Yeah. <laughs> Idiot, I think people say that sort of thing a lot. Yeah, it's duh, Ron. Duh, Ron. Duh. But Ron. Ron is so much smarter in the books. He is true. He is, he is so true. much smarter. <laughs> in the he has books. like common sense. 
See, Hermione yeah, got all he of Ron's quick thinking in the movies, yes. genuinely, which we're not going to talk movies versus books <laughs> in this. We can't. No, we, can't. <laughs> we would be here all night. Um, but, but so one question I wanted to ask you, yes. Maddie, I think it'd be interesting. Who's your favorite character and why? Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, Drop a I don't question re- like that. How dare I don't remember you ask a character that. named Jeez. So. It, it, I genuinely, I loved Ginny a lot when I was growing Ginny, up. Yeah. I like Jenny a lot because she was always, um, she was so tough. She was so like, she didn't like, she didn't like, she had six older brothers. Like she could not, she she could not not be tough. Um, and, but she was like, uh, like, I don't know. She was always subtly really good at like magic and she was really good at Quidditch and she was very passionate and I, I don't know. I liked her a lot. Um, that was as a kid. I looked up. I don't know. I like all of the characters. <laughs> I genuinely do. Well, you just do. said Jenny, so we can say Jenny for now. We can say Jenny yeah. for now, but yeah. I do. I like Ron. Uh, no, we're gonna stop. <laughs> real quick, it like goes tongues. through every single character, I, explains why. Literally, she likes I could. Him. There are so many yeah. good reasons, of course. But real quick, I'm just yes. curious, then, Connor, what, who's your favorite character? Oh, Lupin. Lupin. Lupin yeah, all the way. Lupin's a great. The uh, the. Okay, so in the series. They don't have good defense against the dark arts teachers. No, no, it's no. a curse. They don't. It's a curse. Yeah. It's their, their school is genuinely cursed by Wait, Lord Voldemort. Yes. Um, that explains so much. How did they reveal that in the book? Like which seventh book? book. Um, so he went to go apply to be the defense against the dark arts teacher before he like lost his nose and like became Lord Voldemort. Oh uh, yeah, I remember this. Time. And so yeah. he and then Dumbledore's like. No, right. <laughs> you can't you're cocky, be you're arrogant. We, yeah, you're the like... defense against, and then they couldn't hold down a defense against the dark arts teacher for over a year after he had left. So uh, it was legitimately cursed. Now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so there, so that explains that, but yeah. no, so, so Lupin was the only teacher that I was like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. No, defense no, against but the defense dark against the dark arts Oh, arch I see teachers. what you're saying. McGonagall. I thought you were just saying teacher in general. Oh, McGonagall is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My McGonagall. Goodness. Love her. Yeah, Love her. that one. Oh, yeah. She's great. No. Uh, so Lupin was was the character that I related to the most. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I mean, I would, I mean, if, if the Wizarding Lupin. World, I am you're Lupin. Yeah. Lupin. <laughs> if, if, if I was in the Wizarding World, like, that's the guy I would want to be. And yet he still has this dark, I'm a werewolf thing. I forgot to take my potion. I might murder one of my best friends. Like has that darkness in it. When I was just like relatable. <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah, and so I was just like, yeah. I mean, I just I love that character. Um, and and they made his character one of the big things they made his character about is his wife, Tonks. and and his kid. And I was just like, this is me. Literally, like, this love is, Tonks. This is Tonks my is character. Probably also so top. Yeah, I think my favorite is yes. like probably a mix between Ron and Hermione. I can't choose between them. Yes. I love the just. Well, it's the, a good thing that they get married and yeah. become one. They're flesh. Become flesh. Just yeah. one <laughs> no, but because because they are such good like playoffs of Harry, like they're all good yes. great foils for each other, and it's Literally. cool to see the like the. I could talk about foils <laughs> in like oh, yeah. the Harry Potter series for yeah. about three hours. Yeah, yeah. for real. Because well, Draco, Draco uh, Neville, Ron, and Hermione are all foils for Harry. Love yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. they're all really great, and and like oh, I, I just love Ron and yeah. Hermione's relationship. Ron and Hermione's separate relationships with Harry are very mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. Seeing the interplay between those three characters yes. is just fascinating. I love it. S- expertly written. Yes. Expertly Absolutely. written. Like, 
Genuinely. Even if Rowling did have a lot, a lot of adverbs. So many adverbs. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. Yeah, no, no. It, I never noticed. Most people, that's the thing. You only notice if you're like very picky about language. Yeah. I, I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. But there are other people who I've heard like talk at length of like, yeah, like, really? like adverbs. Like authors wow. say that um, you shouldn't do a thing where every time they say something that you say they exclaimed or they questioned. Well, no, no, no. They... That's, that's, a, that's a different thing. Oh, that's it's, a different thing. It's so said he blankly. Said. Right. Yeah. That's right. an adverb, yeah. right? Anything with an L-Y at the end. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Yeah, so... <laughs> and and oh, the reason, that, yeah, the reason is you, you can usually... <laughs> adverb song? Anyway, sorry. The reason you can... <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, you... Like, you were just <laughs> me at us. No. The reason that you shouldn't do that in fiction, in, in writing, is because you can... There's always a better way to describe that that doesn't just... It's a cheap... It's a cheap trick to right. just be like, he did it silently. It's like... Right. Or you could describe him doing it silently right. instead of just saying it silently. <laughs> right. But it's fine. Like it, it does. It's not that big of a deal, and especially for the audience that it was written for, yes. it's not that big of a it's, deal. It's it's honestly kind of a good thing for the audience to not have to explain, you know, these things because then it can be more of a a, a faster pace. Yeah, and, and it's all it ha- and ex- especially in Harry Potter, it has to be because I mean the longest Harry <laughs> Potter book is five hundred eighty pages long, and that's mm-hmm. the fifth book. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a lot for, like, a 13-year-old kid to read. Is, is the last <laughs> no book kidding. in two parts? It's not, right? No. I no. thought the last just book the was the longest. Just the, no, no, it's not. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. What's the fifth is Order of the Phoenix, right? Yeah, Order yeah. of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix is definitely the longest book. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that happens in the Order of the Phoenix. For real. Like, they cut out so much in they the did. movies. They really did. They do. But... Uh, but okay, so yes. so kind of wrapping this up, because we are, yes. like, 908. Yes. I gotta go home. You gotta go home. I do. <laughs> Um, so I have to wake up at four. So, so Carly, I think this would be interesting. Do you have, do you have a question for Maddie? Just as a person who doesn't, hasn't like witnessed Harry Potter. What do you think you would want Maddie to briefly talk about before we wrap up here? Oof. Um, I mean, you don't have to. It just, yeah. (laughs) Like if you have something, I feel bad. I know because this isn't topic. Like you're great, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> you're so Basically, it's just that this for this episode, Carly had our the like the front row seat to the yes. the podcast. Yes. Yeah, she got to say <laughs> more than once. And it was poignant and it helped the conversation flow. Mm-hmm. We got to laugh at you so you could remember your Neville point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So no question. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I don't yeah. know enough about yeah, the series yeah, to don't. have any yeah. questions asked. <laughs> that's um, so you should have asked her if she was a Satanist. Yeah, or if I believed in paganism. No, that's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what'd you say? That's your dad, right? Oh, wait. no, I said that's your job. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> I still I'm, don't get it. Your your job to ask if I'm a Satanist. Oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Well, so I think uh, wrapping up here because I, okay. I feel like if I asked you anything else, it would probably end up taking okay um, like fifteen <laughs> minutes or whatever. But just like, do you have any parting thoughts? Parting thoughts, right? Like, um, so because I could be like, what's Harry your favorite Potter's book? good <laughs> art. <laughs> 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 it's good. It's genuinely. It's genuinely good art. It um, like uh, it it's impactful. I mean, yes. the numbers speak for itself. Like, I mean, not yeah, necessarily... There's a reason people read these books. It, it's, right? There's genuinely... It's, there's a reason why it's a phenomenon. And it, like... Uh, if you genuinely, like, give it a chance 
um, you might not like it. Like I've met, yeah, I've met like anyone, one, like probably it. one person who has not liked <laughs> Harry Potter, and it literally blew my entire mind. So, <laughs> because most people are like, are it was awesome. okay, or like right. it was good, and I'm still like, I still don't really understand. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought the books taught you empathy, Natty. Like you're supposed to understand. But um, it it's genuinely it's genuinely good art, and there's so much there's it there there's lots of layers there it's very flawed it is it is a flawed series i am big yeah, enough it's not perfect i'm a big enough person to admit that it is a flawed series yeah. now i at one point could not <laughs> but i am like yeah. it is a flawed series it, like any series but i like any series but it's genuinely good and there's a lot of good like fiber in it like mm-hmm. moral fiber mm-hmm. in it yes absolutely so so like what time do you like, are you trying to go home, like, now? Like, is that a... Because there's one more thing I would want to bring up, but... Oh, okay, we can cover it quickly. Okay, all right. Go. So, the ending <laughs> yes. was always something yes. that I uh, yes. disliked about the yes. series. And just just before before you even got here, I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, no, I actually think I like it now. I think I understand it now <laughs> because mm-hmm. I have a more... Uh, there's that that is a very biblical thing it is very biblical that that happened is that harry literally mm-hmm. you know gave his life for his friends right no greater love is this than not even his friends his enemies right not like like the people in the school that he didn't know oh yeah actual strangers right. so people who were innocent or mm-hmm. like the, well people who were like yeah, people who are innocent. He was just a, like, I love this place mm-hmm. and this ground and these people and what this school is mm-hmm. so very much that I'm going to die for it mm-hmm. and cover, like, okay, so quick explanation of what's going on here. Uh, so Harry, so Harry's parents died when he was very young and his mother died for him, which covered him and a protective spell of love. I know that sounds corny, but it's actually really, it's really, I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so. If magic existed, of course there would yeah, be so, right. so like it, it comes back to the ultimate idea that love, like, love is really, really strong. Just like, yeah. well, it's like love conquers all. Yeah, yeah. Love conquers all. Mm-hmm. Like, love conquers evil, you mm-hmm. know? And so, and he, so he literally dies for these people because he loves. Like, he's just, yeah. he just loves this place mm-hmm. so very much and these people so very much that he dies for them. And that's so, like, biblical and good. And, like, um, yeah. and I don't know. And I know yeah. you, like, wished he would have stayed dead. Right. That was my thing. That was my <laughs> thing is it was always that I, I really wanted him to stay dead because mm-hmm. I thought it cheapened the fact mm-hmm. that he died by doing that. Now, if you're making it a... Uh, a Christ mm-hmm. type, allegory. right? A Christ allegory. It makes sense that he comes back to life. But I think that was my problem with it is that he is just a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He is just a kid. And so why does he come back to life? And obviously they have a reason in the book yes. that is very, very enthralling. Yes. That, Which uh, is like literally a call, like it's a callback to like the fourth book for people right. who haven't read it. And yeah. this is like a seventh book and it's such a good tie-in. I yeah. was like literally amazed when I yeah. read that. Like it blew my 12-year-old mind. No, really. It's that yes. was great is mm-hmm. that he created a Horcrux onto him by accident. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like that's great. Mm-hmm. 
And and that was the Goblet of Fire, right? He killed Cedric, and that was what created the Horcrux. Yes. Yeah. And uh, his soul shattered, and then but then Harry put so Voldemort uses Harry's blood to resurrect himself into a human body as well. Right. So that's why. So Harry accidentally has Horcrux in Voldemort, kind of. Right. So that's why Voldemort and Harry both had to die. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and that fulfilled the prophecy that they got in the yes. Order of Phoenix. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it made sense. And I and I feel like if I had just read the books yes. first, I would have been more prepared for that ending. You should They're yeah. actually pretty quick reads. No, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but I just, I have so many books that I'm I trying know. to read. And it's, it's, first it's not finish my Oathbringer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oathbringer yeah. first. Yeah. Oathbringer. Like, I love Harry Potter, but Oathbringer first. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I... Uh, but so that he's just a guy. Right. He is just a guy. And so that was kind of my qualm with it. Now, mm-hmm. looking at it from a perspective that I literally didn't think about until just today before mm-hmm. we were talking about this, yes. is that's a perfect analogy for salvation. Not Christ, salvation. And that the Horcrux part of him died. Yes. Yes. And then when he came he back got, to life without to the Horcrux. Yeah. And, and I was thinking right. like, that's a, that's, a, yeah, right. that's a perfect right. a view of how Christians should view death. Mm-hmm. is I love my friends. I'm willing to give up my life for them, mm-hmm. right? And I'm willing to give my life to protect my friends to, to or or to for a martyr's death, right? Of, yes. You know, spreading the gospel, showing people, even your enemies, right? To go to your enemies and say, I'm not afraid to I mean, die yeah, for the, the sake of the gospel. <laughs> yeah, to die for the sake of, of what is true, right? And, then, and, uh, and I realize that they're not evil or anything, right? right. But like, they, le- they left Harry the was, school. They weren't oh, there. And the, on the movie, oh, they get okay. locked up in the dungeon, which I hate. <laughs> I hate that they added that. That's so. They left the school. Right. There was an escape path. A lot of other people left, too. Like, a lot of Ravenclaws left because mm-hmm. it was the smart thing to do. Right. Like, and if you were going to stay, you were going to die. Right. Like, so, right. like, so they were like, hey, like, I don't blame Slytherins at all. Becca, one of my best yeah, friends I, is I a Slytherin. That, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister is a Slytherin. My sister's a Slytherin. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I don't blame them for wanting to live, yeah. so, <laughs> like, I was there anyway. Right. Yeah, 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 no, like, you're, you're, I thought at first you were talking like that's what Harry Potter said or something. And, no. No, it's just you. Just was, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, no, so then, so yeah, so then I was thinking that the analogy then is that, mm-hmm. uh, the flesh part of him died, the, the evil part of him died, right? And he was raised to new life. And, yes. And that's, so that's a picture of salvation, itself but if you but mm-hmm. the analogy for salvation doesn't really work as well mm-hmm. as it does for a christian dying they're already saved they die and the the evil flesh part of them dies and they're they're born again with they're raised to new life without that yes and so th- then and then i got to thinking of even more deep theological point in that is that you know when somebody becomes a, a christian right and then they you know get saved is they're still the same person but instead there's a new spirit in them. And then when they die, that spirit is what stays and their body is what dies. And they're still the same person, but you're going around in circles, but I think I know what you're like trying to like (laughs) saying. So like the point of a Horcrux is that like, okay, so like Voldemort like splits his soul in half for people who don't know what a Horcrux is. Right. And in order to try to become immortal, you put part of your soul into other things. Mm -hmm. 
Voldemort accidentally actually it's when his parents died. He okay. Harry became See, a whole that's crush. that's what I had thought that's originally. That's what I was yes. Yeah, okay. I was like So it's when but but when uh so then in the graveyard in the fourth book when Harry That's when Harry has a horcrux in in Voldemort. In Voldemort. Okay. Where not like and it's not like a horcrux but they have like a bond yeah. mm-hmm. of so that's like so if And that's why their wands connect. Yes. Yeah. No, the wands connect because they're both Oh, they're both their from the same wands. Yeah, their sister wands. Yep, they're yep, both yep. from the same phoenix. They're right? both from yep. the same phoenix. Yep. So there's a lot tying into Voldemort and Harry. <laughs> and um, if you don't understand Harry Potter, that made no sense to you <laughs> at all. Yeah. Finito can turn him. Anyway. So, all right. What were you saying before? Horcrux and you said... I oh, so so um, in, in order to obtain immortality. So he became... So part of Voldemort's soul lives inside of Harry. Mm-hmm. And so Harry has to die in order for Voldemort to die. And we want Voldemort to die because Voldemort's an evil dude. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, like, so it's that, so once Harry dies, that part is let go, right? And so he, like, is that dog barking on your end, Carly? No, no. it's on our end. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just hear it like that because of the mic. Oh, that's so odd. So it is, so it's like that bad, like, that part of your soul, like, leaving. Because after that, mm-hmm. he can't speak po- parcel tongue anymore. Mm-hmm. He can't, um... I mean, he used to be able to see into Voldemort's mind, and mm-hmm. you can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. What will anybody see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, so that was... Mm-hmm. That was the idea is that I was just thinking of. And, and so, because you can get so many different mm-hmm. theological points out of that, even even talking about just death of how you know, the sin nature in us will eventually be gone. That even when we're Christians mm-hmm. now, we still have that sin nature with us and we're not free from that yet. And once we die, they will be free from that. And that was what Harry Potter... Yeah, he was free from happened. Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> like, I never thought about that. And, and, uh... So yeah, all so all of those things come yeah, together well. in... What's that? All, all was well. well. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah. Yes. So, like, like, so again, so, like... He suffers loss, but he like mm-hmm. he gets he gets there and he names his kid the, the dumbest names, <laughs> just the dumbest names. But he gets his at like he gets mm-hmm. his all was well. He, like so, another part of the thing is like Harry's scar paints him when like Voldemort is near. Mm-hmm. It's like a like he like he doesn't have that he doesn't that have the that second pain to last anymore. line. Mm-hmm. Harry that. scar had not pained him in nineteen years. All was well. <laughs> yeah. So. So, uh, but yeah, so I like, so I, I don't know. So I, but I really, I never really thought about it like that deeply theological mm-hmm. because I like, I, I mean, comp- I didn't until I, today either. I comprehended it with like my emotions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't know if you know this. I'm a very <laughs> feely person. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew this. No one knew this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm a, I'm a very feely person. So I like, but because again, so it goes back to the whole. <laughs> it goes back to the whole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like good times, like so I like I didn't really, especially when I was a kid and yeah. I wasn't a Christian, yeah. I didn't need anything more than like good times over evil, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To know that that was right, yeah, and that was good. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, stories but the, like that mm-hmm. speak to us a truth that we mm-hmm. don't fully understand, and that's what Jesus did with parables. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Harry Potter's good, guys. I have to go home now. <laughs> yes. Though, yes. Real. Okay. So, yeah. So so yeah. The last thing I will say is uh, something that uh, Todd Friel taught me yesterday is uh, <laughs> he was 
he, going off of how many times you've read the Harry Potter series mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and you learn new things every mm-hmm. time you read it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes. that is how we should be looking at the Bible as yes. well. Is you're mm-hmm. always yes. going back and reading it over and over and over again, and each time you're learning new things, mm-hmm. you get older, mm-hmm. more things happen to you in your life that you need answers for, and then you find, oh, that's what this is talking about, and you know, we can do the same thing with that. So th- that's something yes. that Todd Friel was talking about yesterday, and mm-hmm. I was like, that is a good point to bring up as well. Definitely is... transferred that energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was it was a shift though. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> like it that was a whole that's a whole other story I could tell a different day of how yeah that was a lot of energy to do but yeah you can get there <laughs> yeah so then yeah there you go so that was our uh conversation about harry potter so uh this was the christian artist you can find us on twitter at christ underscore art underscore show at facebook at facebook.com slash christian artist show and at our website at christian artist show.com thank you so very much for watching and listening and thank you maddie for being on the podcast mm-hmm. we'll be back next week with our uh part two of our conversation about ecclesiology the study of how churches work and that'll be fun Woo! and i'm excited about it so there you go uh we're out <laughs> bye goodbye <laughs> <laughs>